Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank our newest sponsor, Final Forms. Final Forms is the industry leader in athletic forms registration, but you got to know this. Final Forms is more than just registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that provides schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms helps your stakeholders with mobile accessibility, uh, also reminders for parents about policies, physicals, and forms for athletes, can also help with team communication, attendance, and certification management for coaches. And for ADs, it helps with eligibility, rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. Plus, it has secure language translation and ADA compliance. It's time that you talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, that's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with Final Forms. We also want to thank Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about this great product. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what these fantastic products can do for you and your program. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They have a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. 
Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their athletes and their teams play better. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth programs all the way through high school and college teams. And even the pros are, are using Huddle to help their teams perform at their very best. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire department. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to connect with your parents and your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're headed out to Colorado today, and we're going to be visiting with Nick Troop. <clears throat> Nick's a certified athletic administrator, and he's the K-12 athletic director at Pinnacle Charter School in Federal Heights, Colorado. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jake. Well, um, we set this up a while back. Uh, you know, you and I connected earlier in the year and uh, been looking forward to this. So uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you were born, where you grew up, went to school, and maybe how your path has led you to your current position. Yeah, so um, born raised in Iowa. Uh, small town Iowa. It's funny. The enrollment of my school, um, the high school portion of our school, is is actually bigger than my hometown. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm small town. Four way stop sign is all I had. Uh, no traffic lights. So real small town Iowa. Um, was multi sport athlete in high school, um, and and really just caught my stride with that, and, and had the opportunity to go play football in college. Um, and took that opportunity at Warburg College, a Division three school, uh, just down the road from my hometown. Um, ended up having a, finding out that I had a, a pretty serious back issue um, that I was born with that um, gave me the choice to either continue playing football or, or and, and having some ser serious issues down the road or um, get out of it. Uh, got out of it, got into sports medicine, just knew I, athletics was going to be my where I was going to be at. 
um, ended up coaching some in high or coaching the high school team for a year, coaching uh, at the college I was at for a student assistant. Um, really caught my my love for strength conditioning um, and, and the athletic performance side of it. So I ended up going to grad school at Northern Iowa, uh, get my master's in physical education, teaching coaching emphasis. Uh, was a unpaid intern uh, for the first year in Northern Iowa's weight room. Uh, but then I had the opportunity to go back to Wartburg and, and really do more program development, still as an unpaid intern um, in their strength department. Uh, but I got the chance to develop programs for a lot of programs, uh, a lot of sports teams and um, had more practical application. Um, got done with grad school, uh, had some decisions to make on where I wanted to go, uh, different job opportunities. And, and I took one out here in Colorado um, packed up my car, drove out here, worked at the health club for two months, realized that wasn't what I wanted. And actually some of the connections I made from college at Wartburg, um, led me to working at a high school out here as first off as their athletic trainer and strength, strength coach. Um, and then morphed that into kind of being a, a an assistant to the athletic director, um, later on when I was there. So I spent about six and a half years there, took a small leave from uh, public education thinking, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't the way I was going to go and had to realize I missed it way too much. Um, missed the kids more than, you know, missed the kids for sure. So uh, opportunity happened here at Pinnacle. Um, went and applied for a PE teaching job here at the high school. Did that for four years and then kind of had a weird transition year where I was a half-time athletic director. Um, I always like to say half-time because I don't know how you can be a half-time athletic director. Exactly. Uh, uh, but I'm still teaching, doing doing some AD stuff then. Um, and then for the last three years, it, it we transformed it into the K-12 position that I have now. So it, it was, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I've been here for eight years now, um, and so it's it's just kind of been a steady progression of of moving my way on through it. Well, I know I say this all the time, but it's true. I love hearing the stories and you know the various stops along the way. Um, I, I think a lot of uh, people that have spent their career in high school uh, coaching and administration, you know, they tend to uh, glamorize you know, boy, it'd be great to coach at college. And there certainly is a great aspect to it. I did it for many years, but uh, I think they don't understand those entry-level positions, those GA positions, uh, long, long hours, uh, a lot of work, sometimes mind-numbing work uh, for not a lot of pay. So uh, I, I, I've been there, I've done that. I know what you're talking about, okay? Tons of fun, but yeah, tagging film for, for hours on end gets... It's pretty monotonous. So <laughs> for our listeners, we're visiting with Nick Troop. He's a certified athletic administrator, and he's the K through 12 AD at the Pinnacle Charter School in Federal Heights, Colorado. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in athletic forms and registration, but you got to know Final Forms is more than just that. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that provides schools with compliance, communication, and risk management, management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, 
reminders for parents about policies, physicals, and athletic forms can help with team communication, attendance, and even certification management for coaches. For ADs, final forms can help with eligibility, can help with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. Plus, it has secure language translation and ADA compliance. It's time you talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started and find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Nick Troop. He's the athletic director at Pinnacle Charter School in Federal Heights, Colorado. Nick, uh, you talked about, you know, the many different experiences that you've had so far, and you've been at Pinnacle now for uh, a few years. Talk about those first, you know, days and years as an athletic director, moving from the coach and teacher position to now you're kind of coaching the coaches. Uh, what was that like? Definitely a big transition. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough uh, when I was at Valley uh, High School, um, getting the opportunity to kind of get my feet wet with a few things here and there as far as day-to-day -day operations of an athletic director. So I had a little bit of an idea of what I'd be getting into. But again, I, it, it wasn't my ideas. It was, I, I was, you know, moving forward with the vision of the athletic director that was there. Um, so it really kind of helped me get an idea of what to expect down the line should I want to get into this realm. Um, you know, got the chance to see a lot of the different things with coaches and how they interact and, and kind of figure out what it is that I would want my coaches to look like and act like and be like um, when I would get the chance to, to be an athletic director. And so uh, when I, when I, you know, came to Pinnacle, I hired on a cross country coach and then did cross country and assistant football coach for a couple of years. And, um, you know, again, just getting to see what the other athletic directors were doing and, and how the coaches were acting with them. And, when I, when I was given the opportunity to be the head coach, it was, you know, here's uh here's schedules for the next cycle. Here's a couple sheets of paper with some passwords on it. Uh, the, the paper copy forms of, of registration and some keys. And here we go. Um, and so it was, wasn't prepared. Uh, my first year I was, I was swimming, trying to figure out processes and, and trying to figure out systems that work for me. And I'm not a big paper guy. So it was, it was a lot of learning, you know, a lot of learning how to do the job, but then also learning how to do things the way the school does them, whether it's purchase requisition, you know, I was used to one way of doing it from being in another school. And so lots of learning and, you know, it's definitely, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say it's getting easier, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's definitely more routine with a lot of things. There's always new curveballs and things, especially this last two years with everything COVID wise and then having to learn and relearn how to, to do those kinds of things. So, you know, the transition has definitely been a, an interesting one, an exciting one. Um, you know, also the fact that learning how to, you know, be the high school athletic director and then us transitioning it to K-12. And what is that gonna look like as far as continuing to align our, our middle school programs to our high school programs. And now, you know, this year, um, creating our, our youth programs, you know, our junior Timby program is what we're calling it. Uh, you know, the, the little 
rec league type programs for our, our youth kids right now to feed up into our middle school to be so we can keep driving our numbers up. So, you know, it's just it's definitely been a, a interesting transition, something I, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't prepared for uh, just because I, you know, it wasn't what I was used to seeing when it was uh, when I was at the school previous, uh, when it was just strictly the, the high school AD. Um, but, you know, it's it's something that I, I definitely have loved doing and, and, you know, getting that free reign to kind of create, um, that's been the best part is um, they've never had a K-12 athletic director here. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of setting, uh, setting my own path. <laughs> no, you, you mentioned some, some cool things. Um, you know, none of us are ever uh, totally prepared for the first time you do something because it's the first time. And in many cases, you alluded to it. Uh, you don't know what you don't know. Uh, and you try to take those previous experiences and apply them to this maybe new situation. And then um, I'm glad you brought up the idea of that integrated program uh, connecting middle school to high school and as well as the the youth programs, the K through five. You know, my last school was a K through 12 program. And yeah, it was very much, you know, you talk about juggling the different balls. Sometimes I call them juggling flaming chainsaws. Uh, and coordinating those programs. So we're going to talk, I want you to talk about that uh, in one of our next segments. Very cool stuff. For our listeners, again, we're visiting with Nick Troop, Certified Athletic Administrator, and he's the K-12 AD at Pinnacle Charter School in Federal Heights, Colorado. We're going to take another quick break and hear from our sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Huddle for their support. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high schools and colleges. And even the pros are using Huddle to help their teams perform better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone. Again, we're visiting with Nick Troop, Certified Athletic Administrator. Uh, he's out in Colorado. Nick, we always uh, ask our guests to share the mentors that have had an impact on their life and their career. None of us gets to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that have helped you along the way? Uh, you know, I had a, a couple of coaches in high school that really uh, kind of shaped my thought on athletics and, and really helped drive my passion for athletics when I was playing, um, you know, Kara Griffith and, and Rod Wilson were, were two coaches that um, I had for multiple sports, um, you know, show, kind of showed me that, you know, you, the only way you can build relationships with people is if you're around them in a bunch of different settings. So I had them for, you know, they were teachers in high school, but then I had them as football coaches. I had them as track coaches. I had them as baseball coaches, you know, and so I was around them a lot and they, they definitely helped me, you know, put that frame of mind of, of 
what I think a quality coach is. Um, and it's really kind of shaped how I, you know, what I look for in coaches when I'm hiring them now, you know, I, I think back to what, what those two guys were like. Um, and then another one that was really got me interested and in head down this path was the uh, athletic director that I worked for at Valley high school. Um, his name's Eric Johnson. He, uh, you know, he gave me some opportunities to do some different things, um, you know, fundraising and, and contest setup management things here and there. Uh, and he really got me connected with a lot of different athletic directors at, at the time when I was working as the strength coach, athletic trainer, uh, got me the opportunity to, you know, work the, the 3A state basketball tournament and, and work the uh, 3A district basketball tournament, doing stuff there, just getting me connected with people around the state where I still reach out to those guys today because they're still athletic directors at some of the different schools up in the northern part of the state. So, you know, he really helped me with that creating that network of people. And, you know, I, I still talk with, with Eric on a regular basis. You know, he's, he's still an athletic director at, at a school up North. And so it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, those three people were definitely the ones that really kind of helped set me for the path that I'm on. Yeah. Well, again, I always love to hear how those people have impacted your life and it's great that they're still around, uh, you know, helping you out. We said earlier, you're a certified athletic administrator. So share a little bit about your journey. Uh, how'd you get involved with your state association and how did that develop into, you know, the, your anti-AAA association and, and getting your CAA? Um, you know, when I came in my, you know, Colorado does a good job of, of uh, partnering you up with a mentor AD, uh, our, our CADA board, our CADA board of directors and, and, and CADA members. They partner you up with an AD uh, when you're a first year AD as a mentor. Um, and they offer a lot of good little outreaches and, and opportunities to just learn best practices from some veteran ADs in the state. And, um, my first year, they, they were offering a five, LTI 502 and went down, took the class. And I was like, okay, well, what do I do with this? Um, and so I started, um, you know, talking to the, you know, members of, of the state association and like, well, yeah, you work towards this. And so I started looking into it and I was just like, all right, I'm, I want to do this. Like this, is, this is something I definitely want to do. So I just started, you know, plugging my way through the, the uh, LTI courses, um, you know, started to get out of my comfort zone and, and hosting district basketball tournaments and, and things like that, because I was like, you know, this is something I really want to do. And, and I'm not going to be able to get there if, if I'm not, doing those things that I need to, to, to achieve the, the CAA. And so, you know, just got involved that route, started to get involved with leadership positions uh, within our, uh, our league, um, as far as committee chair people, our positions, um, executive committee positions starting this year, um, getting involved with uh, state level committees as well. Uh, I'm on the coaches education committee out here for our state association now. And and then just really reaching out to all of our, our CADA leaders out here in Colorado and just saying, hey, what can I do? How can I get involved? You know, networking as much as I can and just trying to build those relationships with them and to, to further grow and get myself more intertwined with the different things here in the state. Yeah, it was uh, very cool to meet um, some of my Colorado connections uh, when we came out to Denver this year and make new connections as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just talking with everyone, it seems like um, uh, Colorado Association does a really good job 
in those areas you mentioned, particularly, you know, connecting, you know, younger ADs with a mentor AD. We're going to do this uh, later in the podcast, but if one of our listeners, Nick, wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, um, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Um, either email is probably the best way. Um, you know, they can shoot me an email or honestly, my, as much as I don't like it to be, my work phone is attached to my hip. Uh, so, you know, give me a phone call as well. Um, you know, I don't know if you want me to shoot you my contact information, Jake, to share out, or how do you want me to do that? But well, I'm guess uh, I'm going to guess it's on the NIAAA portal, but uh, go ahead and if you don't mind, give out your uh, email address and we'll go from there. Yeah, it's uh, Nick, N-I-C dot Troop, T-R-O-U-P-E at Pinnacle Charter School dot org. Nick Troop, Certified Athletic Administrator. Uh, He's at Pinnacle Charter School out in Colorado. We're going to be back with some more. Let's take another quick break. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic program these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what these fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We're back visiting with Nick Troop, Certified Athletic Administrator. Nick, um, this is the point of the podcast where we try to share some best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do with your teams and and programs at Pinnacle that you're particularly proud of? Uh, When you sit back, you can say, boy, we really do a good job with this. Do you have any best practices this year? Um, you know, there's a couple things that I think we do a real good job with here. Um, one is I think athletic department wide, we, we take care of the little things and the right people on a, continu- uh, on a continual basis. And what I mean by that is, you know, we we're, we're pretty short staffed in, in certain areas as far as, you know, maintenance department, things like that, you know, they're a small crew. So it's, if there's little things that we can take care of and fix ourselves, we do. So that way, when we need our big asks down the road, they, they jump right to it. It's, it's never a, uh, never a moment that it's like, Hey, we're leaking here. There's this broke. I need this now. And, and they're all over it. And, and so with that though, we also take care of them, you know, buying burritos, you know, giving them swag, things like that. We do a good job of, of taking care of it. And that's, program wide, you know, my, my, that was something that we did, uh, when I was just teaching here. Um, but now our coaches there, they are hooking people up with t-shirts and hats and things like that to help kind of spread their, spread their program and getting people to buy into what they're doing. Um, so that's one thing I think we do real well here is we take care of, of the right people. Um, and, and we take care of the little things ourselves. Um, another thing that we do real well here, and I'm very fortunate and I, and I realize this, our CEO of school, 
he is very sport-minded. He is very supportive. Um, and so I've learned to shoot for the moon on all my asks. Uh, um, at first, I was a little hesitant on it because uh, I thought I was asking for way too much based off of the, the budget that I inherited and things like that. Uh, but since then, he's, you know, we're in the process of building a, you know, $10 million stadium. Um, and yeah, and, you know, in the last two, two years, we've dropped a little over $100,000 into our gym uh, for updating things there, sound system, the floor, uh, sound buff, like, you name it. It's just been, I, I've been able to shoot for the moon on things. And he's just been like, yep, sounds good. If our kids need it. And, and so, you know, that's, that's one thing I'm very blessed with uh, as far as having that kind of support and, and knowing that um, not, not every place has that talking with some of my fellow ADs uh, in the area. Um, and then I think another thing we do real well too, is we, you know, we take care of each other uh, as far as our, our kids and our coaches. Um, you know, we, we're a, a, a suburban school, uh, you know, right on the edge of the North Denver metro area. Um, and, you know, we, uh, we take care of our kids. Um, and, and that's something that we really, uh, I, I take pride in because it wasn't, you know, we did before, but it was, you know, they would have to 100% fundraise for, for some of the things that I felt were needs of programs, uh, whether it be uniforms or, or travel and things like that. And so, again, it goes back to my CEO being a guy that is, is very supportive of everything that I'm trying to push forward and do and, and uh, you know, helping us take care of our kids, whatever it is. Um, you know, kids needing extra meals, kids needing, you know, different things like that. It's just been fantastic. Um, uh, some of those kinds of things that we do, we, we definitely take care of our own. I always love to hear the success stories too. You know, the, uh, many times in our profession, you know, there's challenging, you know, relationships, whether it's with your boss or your working staff. Sounds like you have been a part of developing, you know, uh, a lot of support and that comes with communication that comes with organization, you know, very, very cool stuff. Excited to hear about that uh, facility. Uh, boy, just as I was retiring from my school, they were starting uh, a big facility uh, advancement. So uh, very good stuff. Once again, for our listeners, we're visiting with Nick Troop from the Pinnacle Charter School in Federal Heights, Colorado. We're going to take another quick break, but uh, please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Bright is and how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or to get started on your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to our conversation with Nick Troop, Certified Athletic Administrator. He's out in Colorado. Nick, we've been asking our athletic directors, um, you know, kind of a tough question. Uh, and it has to do with this idea of being tough or developing toughness. 
uh, back when I was in high school, a uh, hundred years ago, you know, it was very common for my coaches to say something like, come on, Jake, you know, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And back then we knew what they meant and, and we generally did it. Uh, and I think over the years since then, uh, we've learned, you know, better ways to, you know, communicate those ideas to our student athletes and you know, we've gotten better. But toughness is an important part of the athletic experience and it's an important part of life. So my question is, how can we, athletic directors and coaches, how can we help kids to develop toughness while also being aware of the very real social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid experiences? Do you have any advice for us? Um, you know, there's, it is a tough question, honestly, it, 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 because you can't coach kids. And I tell, I tell all my coaches that you, you can't coach the way you were coached. Um, you just, it's not a thing you can do anymore. And, um, you know, I, I ask them just to one set clear expectations of what it is they're needing to do. Um, you know, I, you know, I read a book, um, big John Gordon fan, um, and went in the locker room first. Uh, I, I read that last year and, you know, I talked about the seven C's and, and that's kind of some of the mindset that we're really trying to implement. Cause I think that can, can feed into, building that toughness, but also being aware and, and sensitive to the fact that your approach has to be a certain way. Um, you know, so being clear on your expectations of, of what you're needing them to do, how you're needing them to do it. Um, you know, and it, I, another one of this being contagious. Um, I think if you, you can identify that one kid that still maybe has that, that just has it in them, already you know and and highlight some of those things that that kid is doing and, and in a you know in a, in a positive way as far as you know finishing through the line and you know the little things to show that they're not quitting early they're they are toughing it out they're you know they're the ones that are just doing those little extra things um you know it, it can grow and and kids will start to see hey this is what this kid's doing this kid's having success this kid's putting in extra work in the gym this kid is you know, not afraid to get under the bar and, and challenge themselves on a, on a, on a power clean and grind through it. Um, you know, I think the other thing too, is you, you got to surround your kids with that, that mentality of, of getting better, not being afraid to step out of their own comfort zones. Cause I think a lot of times kids are so oh, trying to be so self-aware of, of what are people going to think of me if I, if I work too hard or if I, if I act if I'm too smart in class or whatever it is and, and letting them know that it's okay to, to be different in that way uh, and, and encourage those kinds of things. You know, I, I, my basketball coach actually, you know, he has a saying um, it's, it's, it's a whole mantra of his basketball program. And it's, you know, we are work and everything we do, you know, it's, we are work classroom, the floor community, but then also gentlemen always. Um, and, and so, yes, it's my boys basketball coach. Uh, but he, uh, he goes and, and he, he harps on that. And that's, that's the thing that he hangs his hat on and the kids buy into it. You know, I can walk up to any of our boys basketball players and ask him what's coach's number one rule. And it's gentlemen always, um, that way they, they know how to act, but then at the same time, they also know, you know, when it's time to work classroom or whatever that, you know, that they're gonna have to grind through some stuff academically and practice and games. 
Uh, and just seeing that that mental toughness um, that has started to come from that, you know, and one thing I have done too is, is I've seen, you know, some of our programs that have been more successful and we have a lot of kids that are trying to specialize, uh, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and, and I try to push some of those kids that have, are in some of our more successful programs to branch out, to kind of bring that work mentality to, to those other programs. And, and we saw that this year more so than we have previously. I think also part of it was, you know, kids just wanted to get involved, get back into the natural swing of everyday life. Um, and so, you know, I think that's the other big thing too, is, you know, again, taking your, taking those kids that just, just have it naturally to help them grow that, that, that toughness amongst their peers. Cause at the end of the day, I think peer, you know, using this as a positive peer pressure, you know, in, in a way to, to help kind of grow that, that toughness mentality um, and, and let them know that it's, it's not easy to, to be good. I love those points that you shared. Um, you know, now it's the fashionable word is, um, you know, purposeful, be purposeful. I mean, you know, coaches have been doing that for years. You know, uh, you know, we are deliberate, we're intentional. Uh, and you talked about your coaches, you know, specifically outlining, you know, this is who we are, this is what we're going to do. And then coaching and helping them, you know, to do that, uh, communicating uh, exactly what they need instead of assuming, you know, this generation or any generation knows what they're talking about. Very, very good stuff. This has been really cool getting to know you, but uh, we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the Athletic Director's Toolbox, uh, which is sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. We're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys, but when we come back, uh, we're going to find out what an experienced Athletic Director like Nick Troop is going to put in his new Athletic Director's Toolbox. So uh, please stay with us uh, while we hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back, everyone. It's that time of the podcast where we're going to find out what Nick Troop is going to put in his new athletic director toolbox, which again is sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Nick, what's going to go in your toolbox? Um, one thing... Um you know, is, is don't be afraid to ask for help, uh, network, relationship build, um, you know, especially as a new AD, that is one thing that I, I definitely did, um, you know, during COVID, it was, uh, 
a great opportunity to reach out, do a lot of social networking on the different Facebook groups, met some great people from all over the country, uh, shared ideas, big borrow steel, um, you know, networking and building those relationships with other ADs because they're, they're, they're your greatest resource, uh, especially for a new AD. Um, another thing would be, again, more on the conceptual side here would be just find your systems um, that work for you, whether it's for scheduling games, um organizational purposes you know i've i've got a million things everywhere you know from sticky notes to big four-month planner calendars to the big whiteboard to google stuff um you know whatever your system is you know find it and 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 stick with it because organization is is definitely huge so find your systems and stick to them um the other one is i think you gotta be flexible uh being ready to pivot um, you know, I, I learned that a lot here that, you know, these last two years, you know, you, you think you got things going a certain way and, and all of a sudden you're, you're shutting down sports teams, you're shutting down different things. And so just be ready to pivot. Um, I guess a fourth one would be take care of officials, uh, referees. Uh, that is one thing that I, uh, I can't stress enough because without officials, you're not having contests. And so that's one thing as a new AD that I had to had to learn is to take care of them, whether it's little things, you know, unlimited snack bar access or, or whatever it is. Um, and then my last one here is, is kind of a, a plug for your book. Um, you know, there was one gentleman that actually mentioned carrying a measuring tape, which I thought I was the only person that did. I always have one in my backpack because you never know when you're going to have to bust it out. But, you know, this last year, um, carrying a level, uh, an actual level, because I, one of my hoops is an optical illusion in my gym. Um, so, you know, carry, carry the appropriate tools for the job, screwdrivers, levels, whatever it may be, because, you know, if you can fix it yourself quick, you never know when you're going to have to. So be prepared. <laughs> well, I love the variety of those tools and they're all, every single one of them is a winner, uh, especially that level. I had one in my office back in the day, uh, didn't carry it on me, but uh, very good idea. Nick, one more time, if, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and uh, pick your brain, maybe find out how you're doing things out there at Pinnacle, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Uh, email um, or phone. Um, again, you can probably find me on the uh, NIAAA website. Uh, in my profile there, it has both my phone number and my email address. Uh, but email is nick.troop, and that's N-I-C-T-R-O-U-P-E, uh, at pinnaclechartersschool.org. Um, definitely willing to help anybody that would want to reach out. Okay. Nick Troop, Certified Athletic Administrator and the K-12 AD at Pinnacle Charter School in Federal Heights, Colorado. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Uh, for our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, we appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their professionals. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We appreciate you listening to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Want to give a newsflash. Uh, coming soon, we're going to have a dedicated website 
for the podcast. You can still access our episodes on uh, Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, all the regular platforms. But the new website will allow you to go directly to that website, uh, click a button for the most current episode and play it right there. It'll also have our entire library. We'll have a link to uh, the YouTube channel. So we're very excited about that. So look for that in the uh, coming weeks. Um, theoretically, that uh, could debut as early as April 1st, but uh, we'll make plenty of announcements. So thanks again for your support uh, of the Educational AD Podcast.